stuck on where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident in your body, or eating right, I want to break the idea that you have to stick to a diet and crazy workout routine in order to be healthy and reach your goals. Hi guys, I'm Emily Kaufman. I was a burnt out Division One athlete, turned stay-at-home couch potato, now turned group fitness junkie. If you're ready to ditch finding the perfect diet and workout routines that make you feel weak, this is the place for you. Welcome to the tribe, Girls Gone Healthy. Hey guys, so for this week's episode, we are joined by Sarah and we're talking all things confidence. And the reason that I really like this episode too is because I think that a lot of people are like, oh yeah, 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 like I'll be confident when this happens. I'll be confident when I lose weight, when I get in shape. In some distant time in the future, that's undetermined. You just think that you'll be confident then, but I think that we should really be learning how we can apply that now, right? Like, let's stop trying to change ourselves in order to hit this utopia of confidence. Like, we can start working on it now, and it's not something that you can just learn, and then you'll be confident forever. It is a practice, and so we go into that in this week's episode. But before we get started, I just wanted to have a few updates here. So number one is we do have the Girls Gone Healthy Facebook group now. The link will be down below. It's just Girls Gone Healthy. So please join that there. You can connect with each other, ask questions. I have more resources, free workouts, free guides are all on the Facebook page. And then also that brings me into number two, which is book club. So that will be released the first Monday of September. So it's coming up and we're hosting the book club meeting this upcoming week. So if you want information on that, if you want to join the book club, that will also be in the Facebook group. So both things in the Facebook group, link below. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode all about confidence. We're joined today by Sarah Pylan. She's a certified health coach and helps women lose weight without dieting and feel confident in their bodies. She has a coaching program called Happy Camper Coaching and a podcast called Confidence and Cocktails. She's on today to talk about confidence, and so I'm so happy you're here today, Sarah. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into confidence. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I think most of us, I'm 24 years old for the listeners. (laughs) And so in middle school, probably, I think most people around that age, we start to become more aware of what people think of us maybe, or our weight or whatever it is. And I think for me, that was kind of a turning point. Like middle school, I started to feel like more insecure and notice like, oh, okay, I have this little pinch of fat on my stomach or my clothes don't really fit in as much with the other girls, whatever it was. And I think that's pretty normal for girls around that age, like young teenagers, you're kind of trying to figure out who you are and what life is and everything. So basically from that time, you know, there was always some like negative self-talk for me personally. And it really changed after high school. I graduated and I moved to Costa Rica. I was there for about six months. So I was out on my own away from my family and I probably gained about like 15 to 20 pounds. And I just remember getting back home and feeling so insecure and just not like myself. I, I had gained weight and I'd never been that heavy before. And 
I was super, super insecure. <laughs> so after that, I was just like determined, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to lose the weight that I gained. And I set off on, you know, trying to diet and eat right and everything. And around the same time, I was kind of trying to figure out, I was 19, trying to figure out what I wanted to do for work, what I wanted to do for a career, what schooling I needed, whatever. And doing my research, I came across this program to become a health coach. And at the time, I was heavy. I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like one, I get to help and work with other people. Two, I can have a pretty flexible schedule. I could run my own business. And three, this would help me lose weight. <laughs> and that was a really big factor for me was that it could help me get healthy too. So long story short, I decided to sign up for this program. And I think just working through the program and learning how to help other people, you do a lot of personal growth as well. And so I did, you know, I did lose the weight that I had gained and just working on my own body image issues and working on speaking to myself in a more positive way, all of these different techniques just really helped me to feel more confident about my body. So that's kind of my like journey into confidence. And it's really cool now because I'm doing something that I love and I get to help other women kind of overcome the same things I did, which is really, really fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Because I think that especially with your story too, it's like it kind of started in middle school because that's the first time that your body does change differently than your friends. It's a different time schedule of everyone. Everyone's changes differently. So I think that's important too, that you weren't like, oh, it happened right when I gained weight out of college. It was more, oh no, it's been something that was kind of ingrained in me and how I spoke to myself. Yeah, totally. I know it's so funny, like as kids, I'm sure it's different for everyone. But for me, I never thought about like my weight or, oh, I need to go exercise so I can burn this many calories. I was just outside running around with my friends, riding bikes, staying active because I enjoyed it and never really thought about that stuff until like you said, you get into middle school, you're around other people, everyone's bodies are changing and then it kind of sets in, but it's a good example I mean, I wasn't heavy and, and I still felt fat, <laughs> you know, it's a good example of how our minds can have even a bigger effect than our weight can. Yeah. And so then you started this health program or the health coaching program, and that's how you got into it and you ended up losing some of the weight. Would you say that that's what sparked your confidence in your body or it was these other techniques that you were learning? I think probably a combination of both, you know? For me, I was heavier than I needed to be and I knew that. It's just not, I didn't need to have the extra weight on me. So I think losing the weight obviously instills some confidence. When you see your actions having a the effect that you want, that's always building up your confidence. But also just feeling more confident in what I was doing for my health. Whereas before, you know, I was trying different diets and this, that, and the other thing. And I never really knew if it was the right thing, if that makes sense. I never really was sure that, okay, what I'm doing right now is hundred percent. It's going to work or it's healthy for me, or this is balanced, or I'm not causing more harm to my body by some crazy diet. So going through and learning, okay, no, here's some really simple techniques that you can put into place and they're healthy for you. It's going to help you get the body that you want. And also just 
overall health. That's the most important thing. Ultimately, it's not the weight, it's the health. So combination of both. And then also just working through, you know, the negative self-talk. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, the two pounds made me more confident in my appearance. It was more like, oh, I know that I'm now on the right track, that I do have control of my body. I do have control of my health and that, you know, the steps on how to get there now. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're working with people, I know that you like to talk about self-talk a lot and how the negative self-talk is really what destroys some of our confidence. And so how can you go about kind of identifying that? You know, for me personally, it was always like every time I would look in the mirror, I was just like, oh, I'm so fat every time. And <laughs> every time I look in the mirror, oh, I'm so fat or I'm just, I am ugly, like just things like that. And I think to some extent, most, I would say the majority of women do this. There's a statistic. I want to say it's like 98% of women or something have this like, I hate you moment every single day. Just this moment where they're like, I just hate my body, which is so sad because our bodies are amazing. They do amazing things for us. And ultimately change is not going to come out of hate. It's going to come out of love for our bodies. So identifying the negative self-talk is a huge thing. And I think one of the easiest things that you can do is just start to be aware of it. Try to notice your thoughts, notice what your triggers are. For me, it was stepping in front of the mirror and looking at myself in the mirror, you know, but for other people, it could be something else. So just noticing that. And that's the first step is noticing, okay, this is what I'm telling myself. This is what I'm telling my body. Is that building me up or is that tearing me down? Is that promoting love for my body or hate for my body? And just kind of thinking through your thoughts can be really helpful. And then once you realize and are able to identify the negative self-talk, then you can work to change it. So, you know, if you step in front of the mirror and you say, oh, I'm so fat, stopping yourself and realizing, okay, that's not positive. That's not building me up. It's definitely not instilling confidence in me. What is something that I like about myself? Oh, you know, my hair looks really good today or my legs are really great. To, I don't know. My legs look good. I, I went for a walk yesterday and I really appreciate that my legs were able to bring me for a walk. I got to see some really cool views. Just things like that. Really anything that you can look in the mirror and say, okay, I like this about myself. And just saying it, you can say it out loud, saying it in your head can make a huge difference. It helps rewire those old behaviors of the negativity. So instead of looking and having all these negative thoughts, you're rewiring it into positive thoughts, which can be really helpful in the long run. And, and it's pretty simple to do, although it does take time. Yeah. No, I really like that you mentioned that too, because when you're talking about the triggers, I think that's something that I can relate to a lot because your trigger was looking in the mirror. So it's like, okay, so I look in the mirror and then my first thought is what I don't like about my body, but then it doesn't just stop there. It's like, okay, but what do you do after that? Because it's usually after those negative thoughts that you'll restrict yourself with eating or that you'll kind of punish yourself and while working out. And it's like that will just trigger so many other parts of your life too. So if you identify it more at the beginning, then you won't be using exercise as a form of punishment. You won't be restricting, binging, dieting, all of that because you'll already see the parts of yourself that you appreciate and have a more positive outlook on that. So I think that's huge in kind of just like the snowball effect. Totally. Yeah, like you mentioned, 
it definitely causes this kind of vicious cycle. You know, you have these negative thoughts and it can cause you to be extreme with your dieting or say, oh, because I didn't lose that pound, I'm going to work out extra 30 minutes today, or I'm not going to eat dinner because I have weight to lose. And ultimately that's not a healthy mentality, but it's not even healthy for your body. It's actually really, really bad for your body. So instead, like you said, rewiring it into the positive and that can help you want to go for a walk or go for a hike or work out because you love your body. You're appreciative of it. So it's a, yeah, a nice technique. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely one way to go about building confidence is starting with the self-talk, thinking about how you speak to yourself. What are some other practices that you found that helps people work on getting a better relationship with their body? You know, I think simple things, taking care of your health, drinking enough water, eating foods that make you feel good. can It sounds really simple. But by doing that, you're actually telling your body, okay, I love you enough to take care of you. So I love you enough to drink the water. And it's another simple reframe is when we're stuck in this mentality of I have to lose weight, I have to lose weight. You know, I need to lose this weight. That's like all we can think of sometimes. And it's like, oh, I need to drink 100 ounces of water today because I need to lose weight. So even simply reframing that as, okay, you know what, I'm going to drink. I have my water bottle here. I'm drinking 100 ounces of water because it's going to make me feel really good and and I love my body and that's what's going to keep me healthier or you know eating foods that give you a lot of energy is another form of of self-love and taking care of yourself so that's a big one just reframing and noticing when we're thinking about weight loss are we doing this just because we want to lose weight or are we doing it because we actually want to take care of our bodies and you know, as a health coach, that's like a passion of mine. I love working and implementing simple techniques to help people, you know, balance their blood sugar, speed up their metabolism, that type of thing. And doing it, implementing those techniques out of love is so much easier than implementing them because you want to lose weight and because you hate your body. So yeah. ultimately it, it creates long-term habit change too, which is Nice. Yeah, I love that. I love my body. So this is why I want to treat it right. Like I'm treating it this way because I love it. And it circles back to something that I grew up with. So I was an athlete in college and we had this poster that we always would refer to and it's called things that don't take talent. And so it's all those little things like hydrating, getting rest, positive outlook, like all these things that don't cost money, they don't take talent, you can do them whenever, those are really the foundation that builds these habits and that you'll see a lot of success with. And also how you said, like kind of going back to your why, if you want to go on all these diets for weight loss, I think that's when you kind of turn to all the fad diets, the juice cleanses, things like that, because you've seen that they have the short-term effect of weight loss. So in that time, you don't even really care about long-term, even if you do put that weight back on, whereas you're coming at it from, oh, I want to have a healthier lifestyle. Then that's when you feel more in control because it's like, okay, how is this going to fit into my life? And is this something that I can sustain long-term? Totally. Yeah, I love that. I've never heard that before things that don't take talent <laughs> I really like that oh yeah because 
and it was huge too. It was like a 20 thing long list, like showing up on time, like scheduling in your week, just things like that. So this will have to be like another one that I add to it, just self-talk, like identifying your self-talk that doesn't take talent. Yeah, no, that's a really, I really like that list. I'm going to write that down after this so I can remember. (laughs) But yeah, that's the cool thing. It's like, it doesn't matter what you weigh or, you know, where you are in life, how old you are, it doesn't matter any of that. It doesn't matter what talents you have. That's another, another cool thing. Anyone can drink enough water. Anyone can show up on time. Anyone can think about and analyze their thoughts and work to create more positive thought patterns. So that's a really cool, yeah, that's a really cool idea. Things that don't take talent. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing that kind of goes along with self-talk is I think that a lot of times girls will say, I'll be happy with my body when this happens. I'll be happy once I just lose these five pounds. I'll be happy even just like once I get the job, just other external things. So what tips do you recommend for how to feel confident in your body and with your life right now where you're at? Totally. Yeah, that's a huge one. I think a big, I just interviewed someone on my podcast actually, and she owns a clothing boutique. And she mentioned this, people saying like, oh, I'm not going to dress how I really want to right now because I'm not at the weight that I want to be at. And I think that's a big one with women is even just clothing. I know it sounds really simple, but it's almost like we think because we haven't lost those 20 pounds yet, because we're not at our goal weight yet, we don't deserve to dress how we want to. It's almost like this mental thing where we don't feel worthy enough because we haven't hit this goal yet or because we aren't at our goal weight. So Put simply, just thinking, okay, what would I be doing in this situation if I was at my goal weight? And do that. Like, we go clothes shopping, and I remember I would think this, like, you know, I really like that shirt, but I don't think I'm going to wear that until I lose these next five pounds. And there's no reason I couldn't just wear the shirt, you know? <laughs> we, we kind of, like, almost give up on ourselves until we lose the weight. And how do I say this? It's like we dress in our comfort zone or we, we dress in things that we don't really like because we don't feel like we deserve to dress in the clothes that we really want to dress in. So instead of sitting there and just wearing the same black t-shirt over and over because that's the only thing we feel worthy enough to wear when in reality we want to be wearing those super cool like floral print pants or, you know, that, I don't know, boho shirt or whatever your style is. And so just deciding, you know what, I am worthy. And I'm just going to go ahead and do this now. So again, being really aware of your thought patterns, like, am I thinking I'm going to, I don't deserve this, or I'm not going to do this until this happens and just doing it. That's totally something that's within our control to change. We have the power over that. We have power over getting up in the morning and showering and putting our makeup on because it makes us feel good. We have power over dressing in clothes that make us feel good or, you know, Maybe people say, oh, once I lose five pounds, then I'm going to go to the beach and wear a swimsuit. Just do it. <laughs> like, I know it sounds, and it can be hard to rewire those beliefs. Don't get me wrong. All of this, it sounds really simple, but it definitely takes work. But there are small things that we can do that are in our control, such as dressing how we want to, or going and doing certain activities that we want to, even if we're not at our goal weight yet, that can make a really big difference. Yeah, so it's 
not necessarily like you're focusing on the end result. So if you're saying I want to lose five pounds so I can start eating dessert again or so I can go to the beach or so I can get those clothes. It's like, okay, but what if you already did those results? You know, what if you already put on the bikini, went to the beach? What if you already started dating? You weren't afraid of going out with guys. What if you already did those things? then would those five pounds even be something that you're focusing on? Is weight loss even as important if you're already doing those things? Because I hear sometimes too that people are afraid to go to the gym. Like they're like, I'm not strong enough to go to the gym or I'm not in shape enough to go to the gym. And I was like, no, that's like where you start. (laughs) Like you don't have to prepare yourself for it. And so, you know, instead of thinking that you have to do the weight loss first before getting the result, just kind of switching it and seeing what happens. Yeah, exactly. I know. I think it's interesting. You mentioned like, oh, I'm not going to eat this until I lose weight. That's another thing too. Like, and you hear women talk about this all the time. Like you hear women talk negatively about themselves in groups of other women. It's like, everyone does it. (laughs) It's almost a rite of passage. Like, oh yeah, you're a woman once you hate something about your body. But like, I've even heard people be like, oh, I, you know, you're at a party. Oh, I can't eat the cake until I lose five pounds, but it's okay. They don't think it's an issue if other people eat the cake. It's like, oh, well, she's eating cake. Oh, but she's thin. She deserves to eat it. So it's again, like this worthiness, like you don't feel worthy enough to eat the cake or, or whatever, just because you're not at your goal weight. So like you said, focusing on other things and just living your life and enjoying it can make such a big difference mentally for you. And honestly, with weight too, once you start living the life that you want, it's funny, like your brain almost realizes, okay, I'm just doing this stuff anyways. So I'm going to lose the weight to go along with it. (laughs) It's like crazy how our brain works, but oftentimes not to like revert back to the negative self-talk, but when you're telling yourself all the time, I can't do this because I haven't lost the weight. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't, or I am fat, you know, I, whatever it is, your brain, your body wants to work in harmony with what you're telling it. So when you're telling yourself all the time, even subconsciously that you're not worthy, that you are fat, your body literally tries to work in harmony with that because it, your brain's what it listens to. So when you're telling yourself all the time that you're fat, you know, I mean, put simply, it kind of creates, your brain kind of creates a reality in a sense. So like if you're always stressed about this stuff, you're actually slowing your metabolism down, you're not helping your digestion, all this stuff that's actually kind of, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? Yeah, that's awesome to bring up. And so now you've been working on yourself and your clients for a while, but I'm sure that there's still days that you're feeling down, you're feeling not confident. So how do you pull yourself out of that funk? Totally. Yeah. I think first off, just showing yourself some compassion and realizing that everyone has these days. We all have days where we're not feeling great or where we're not feeling super confident or super good about ourselves, but just showing some compassion and saying, this is okay. We all have these days like that. I mean, I, I know I have those days. So instead of, because oftentimes when we feel that way, then we tend to beat ourselves up more. We say, oh, you know, I, I'm being dramatic or I don't have the right to feel this way, whatever it is. So just saying, Hey, it's okay. Everyone has these days. And then 
you know, doing something small to kind of turn your day around, even if you don't feel like it, knowing in your head, you know, I don't feel like getting out of my pajamas and leaving the house today, but I know if I can go for a walk, that's going to make me feel really good. Or if I can FaceTime a friend and talk with her, that's going to make me feel good. Or maybe it's going and getting a cup of coffee and sitting in a coffee shop for a while. Just anything to turn your day around and and be in tune with what your body needs. Does it need to get out and get some fresh air? Does it need space? Do you need some friends? Do you need some support that way? And and just making the small step to kind of change your day and and even though you don't feel like it, knowing it's going to make me feel better if I do that can be a simple thing to do, but can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to go from being in this funk to then being the most confident person. Like it's okay to have those neutral days, those days where you look in the mirror and you might not feel strong, but you don't have to call yourself fat. It could just be neutral. You just don't have to really acknowledge it. And so I think that's really important too, that it is definitely a whole range of emotions and so it's not something that you can just work on once and then be like I am only going to be confident. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> yes. And then my last question for you, we touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to talk about your philosophy with believing can someone feel confident in their body while also trying to lose weight or do you think the two are independent? I think that is totally possible. Again, if you don't feel confident, don't beat yourself up over it. It's kind of a moving target. You have to do what works, find what works for you and then do it. And so don't beat yourself up if you don't feel confident. That being said, is it possible to feel confident while you're not at your goal weight? Totally. And I think that kind of goes back to like, you know, doing certain things, even though you don't feel confident. It is possible. And sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> no worries. I think oftentimes in our head, we think if I feel confident at the weight I'm at currently, I'm not going to be motivated to lose the weight. Or if I accept myself and really love myself for who I am right now and at the weight I'm at, then I'm not going to be able to move forward and lose the weight. And that's not true. You can fully love yourself for the weight you're at, you're, you can love your body, accept yourself and still decide, okay, yeah, that's okay. I, even though I love my body now, I can still lose weight and I can still move towards my goal. They're not, you know, dependent. It's not like you have to hate your body now in order to move forward and get the goal you want. You can totally feel confident and still want to lose weight. Those can go together. I know a lot of people, it's just kind of our mentality. We think if we're content with something, well, then we won't want to move forward. But that's not necessarily true. In fact, if we can love ourselves now, like we talked about, it's more likely that you're going to be able to move forward and actually get the results you want, which is neat. So yes, no matter what weight you are, I fully believe that everyone deserves to feel confident. They deserve to love their bodies. And, and everyone deserves to work towards goals, too. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone deserves to have a goal in mind and want to better themselves. That's totally normal and, and really commendable. That is great advice, because especially to you look at it as a goal, you know, like weight loss doesn't have to be like this huge evil thing, but it could just be another goal. So think about how you approach other goals. Like if you want a job promotion, you're not going to feel uncomfortable with where you're at, you're going to be 
confident that, okay, I've been performing this well at this current situation. Now, how can I level up? And yeah, I think health is the same way. So that is great advice. Thank you. Yeah, and sure. just wanted to give you the time now to talk about your coaching that you do, your podcast, just kind of where people can find you. Totally. Yeah. So I just recently started a podcast. It's called Confidence and Cocktails. So you can find that on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. So I've been really enjoying that new journey. And then my website is happycampercoaching.com. And I do work with women one-on-one. I have a six-month program. It's called the Confidence Camp. And I focus on helping women lose weight without dieting and truly feeling confident in their bodies. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out happycampercoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me in real life, my Instagram is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, G, Highland, P-Y-L-A-N-D. I'd love to connect with you. Just send me a friend request and shoot me a message. Perfect. And I'll include all of these links down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me, Emily. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi. Come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.